Today's episode of the Goldcast is sponsored by nationally recognized San Francisco sports journalists. Oh, wait, there's none of those because these guys suck. Raymond, before we get started, where can they find us? You can like us on Facebook.com slash The Goldcast. You can also follow us on Twitter at The Goldcast underscore, as well as Instagram at The Goldcast. You can also subscribe to us via iTunes, YouTube, and Stitcher, all under the same moniker of The Goldcast. Make sure to subscribe if you do the latter three. That way you'll get notifications when our episodes go live on the net, including notifications from our news feed as well. Boom, there you go. Do it it or you're racist. Do it or you're racist. Do it or you're racist. That's going to be our new tagline. All right, so we're about to get into this. We're going to talk a little bit about the situation involving the Warriors from Game 1 and the whole controversy with, obviously, Jaja and Kawhi Leonard. But we're going to be talking about it. We'll drink champagne the Game 2. Yeah, exactly. And then we're we're going to be talking about it from a different angle that you guys probably aren't ready for. Gold cast. Here we go. NBA playoffs. Let's get busy. San Francisco, are you ready? ready? This is the Gold Cast. Boom! Welcome to another edition of the Gold Cast. We are the voice of the Bay. I'm your host, Rudy Salisa III, and with me is my brother, my co-host. Raymond Salisa first, baby. Boom! This is a Solis Brothers solo mission. Here we go. So check this out. So we all know the controversy. I mean, if you're listening to this podcast, you already know it's been talked about ad nauseum on every single sports anything. ESPN, First Take, Pardon the Interruption, Bleacher Report, Twitter was all over it. I saw guys on Twitter I never even heard of. Dudes, I don't even know who these dudes are. Um it's it like, probably just made accounts that day. No, it's like journalists, guys. I never heard of. Oh, now here's what really gets me, and this goes back to a fundamental argument. If you've been a longtime listener of the Goldcast, I'm gonna, I'm about to get into it again. I started a war with 95.7 The Game. I started a war. We started a war with Ray. Started a war with Tim Kawakami, and now we're going back at sports journalists. The there is nobody. Everyone on the national scene is crucifying the Warriors. I think also because they just want a reason to crucify the Warriors because there aren't really many reasons to crucify them. For the most part, this is a team that really knows how to they, – they play as a team. They're humble. They work hard. They're not over the top. They don't get into trouble. Most of them are family men. I mean, you know, you get Draymond acting out every now and then. But, you know, for the most part, it's been a lot better since the, the playoff controversies from last year. So you have this situation – you know, the injury to Kawhi. And what really pisses me off, Raymond, this is what really just drives me crazy, is that you've got nobody on the national scene protecting San Francisco. You don't have a single national journalist that's out there on ESPN, that's you know on the Sports Center that represents us. You don't want to know why? Because sports journalists suck. SF San Francisco sports journalists suck. Like, Tim Kawakami, he's super egotistical. I can't stand him. He's a jerk. Matt Mayoko, God bless him. He is super awesome at the 49ers, but he's really vanilla. He's really plain Jane. You know, um, Ray Rotto's just kind of boring. 
you know, the and the list goes on. But the problem is, is that, for instance, you know what ESPN wanted to talk about to Tim Kawakami. You know what they did? They called into him, so he was on the phone. You know what they do when they call into someone they care about at ESPN? They show your face. They show your face, whether it's like on a on a stupid Skype thing or you're on a camera with a green screen and obviously there's like some ESPN logo behind you. They show your face. They didn't even show Tim Kawakami's face. Well, and I wouldn't want to see his face. His ego just drives me crazy. But it just – the thing about it is is that look at everything – I'm going to say it again. Look at everything San Francisco has done. Look at everything that is that, that we have achieved. We six six championship appearances in seven years – on the two games away of reaching our seventh championship appearance in seven years. A finals appearance in all three major sports coming away with three World Series rings and one NBA, one NBA finals ring. We, we didn't get the Super Bowl, which, you know, deal with the devil. We talked about that last week. <coughs> Excuse me. We didn't get that. And we lost last year after being up three to one to the, to LeBron's Cavs. You know, here's LeBron's highlight reel. LeBron's highlight reel is uh, throwing down Draymond Green, then that big block he did in Game Seven, and then Ray Allen's three. Those are like his three biggest highlight reels from any of his Finals appearances. That's like pretty much it. Ray Allen's three, him throwing Draymond Green on the ground, and then blocking, then making that block, the block. That's like his highlight reel. Because other than that, it not a whole lot in the post. So, I'm not not taking away his victories or nothing like that, okay? I'm not saying any of that. But you've got you have no journalist has gone from a San Francisco beat writer to like killing it on aka formerly known as CSN Bay Area, now it's become, you know, NBC Sports Bay Area. You have you don't have a single journalist that's gone through those ranks and then moved up to ESPN. Every 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 guy on those things is is from Boston or New York. The Bostonification of the sports world is what really drives me nuts. It's the Bostonification of the sports world. You know, for instance, I, I've got to hear people rewriting history and completely ignoring what's happening in the Bay. If Boston had the exact same amount of appearances with their teams, let's go. Let's just say that the Patriots. Had one Super Bowl appearance. They lost in 2012. The Red Sox went three out of five. And then the Celtics just went to two and on their verge to three. Do you realize how how inundated we would be with the amount of success that the Boston has dominated? They've dominated this decade. Just like we had when we had to hear last decade. Just unstoppable. Boston is incredible. The lineage, the history, blah, 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 blah. That's what we would have to hear. But because we don't have a single journalist who's worth a damn in this city, who's actually gone up the ranks and putting themselves to a place where they can actually compete at the national TV level, we get completely overlooked. And then we're getting raked over the coals over this situation with Kawhi Leonard, and no one's running to our defense. You know, it to me, it honestly didn't look intentional. It really didn't. It right. Didn't. And, and Pop said it, that, that 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 didn't matter. Yeah, and that's fine. That that that's fine. That that's fine. If if you're saying the, it's one thing to say it doesn't matter. It's still the the effect outweighs the intent. Okay, I'm not arguing you on that. Okay, you may have an argument on that, and that's not that's not even a road I want to go down. But the road that really gets me, that really drives me nuts, is the fact that not a single 
person is going is going. I don't think it looked that intentional. You know, it it wasn't intentional. You know, and and we have no San Francisco guys. If that was a Boston guy, oh my God, man! Do you realize if it was a Boston, how many how the Boston teams have made every excuse in the world for the early cheating ass Patriots? They've made every excuse in the world for every dirty play their team their players have done, and they've got a million journalists on their side on the national scene protecting them. You know, kind of going back to this rewriting of history thing, I got to listen to Max Kellerman talk about all the time on first take how Dan Marino is the greatest quarterback of the 80s. You know, he just never won a ring. He's the greatest quarterback of the 80s. No, he's not. The greatest quarterback of the 80s is the guy who won four Super Bowl rings. And in fact, on his second ring came at the throat and the soul of Dan Marino himself. I'll give you the perfect stat. 4 3 11 0. Four Super Bowl rings, three MVPs, 11 touchdown passes, zero interceptions, zero losses. That is the greatest quarterback of the 80s. I don't give a damn about some Dan Marino guy. You know what? At the you know you know you know what at the uh, when when Tom Brady's done, you know who they're gonna talk about first? They're not gonna talk about Peyton Manning. They're not gonna talk about Aaron Rodgers. They're gonna talk about they're gonna talk about Tom Brady and his five Super Bowl rings. That's what they're going to talk about. People only remember champions, but because there's no one in this, no one on the San Francisco, no one from San Francisco journalism is on the national scene going, "Hey, Max Kellerman, that's fucking bullshit. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard." Four, three, eleven, zero. I don't need another argument. And in fact, that 1984 Super Bowl came at the hands of Dan Marino, and he never went back again. So your argument is completely null and void. Nobody does that. Nobody does it. So no one's out there protecting the Warriors. Just like last year, no one's talking about LeBron purposefully throwing Draymond Green on the ground and then stepping over him. Oh, he hit me in the nuts. You punk ass. You threw him on the ground. What do you expect? How come you don't get a flagrant for that? It just drives me nuts. It drives me. It just drives me. It makes me so crazy because these chumps, these, and I'm calling them straight out, calling them these San Francisco chump ass journalists. Don't even, they, none of them have the drive or the charisma or the ability to even get to the national scene and protect us. They're just sitting here in their little corner. We have six appearances on the verge of seven, and no one even notices. No one even gives a damn. No one's even talking about the dominance of San Francisco. You know who is? The Goldcast. That's it. We are. That's why you guys listen. And if you guys believe us, go spread the word. Tell, tell a best friend. All right, you go, Ray. I'm sorry. I've been going off. Well, wait. I wanted to hear. I wanted to hear your real opinion about the national writers. Wait. So, what were you really gonna say? <laughs> I, um, if only I could just be a little more straightforward once in a while. I think that's my big problem. Is I'm just not honest enough. I think that would put us on a whole nother level of <laughs> podcastery. Um, I couldn't agree more. Um, with you know, uh, and it's it's hard to really harp on uh, Matt Mayoka because he's such a nice dude. No, I like Matt Mayoka. He's a really he, nice he does, guy. He does. He does. He's a really good. He's really good at his job, and I think he's better than a lot of the the beat writers for other teams. But you know, perhaps that's my bias coming out. But uh, he is, you know, with with all due respect, uh, kind of a square. But um, you know, outside of that, you know, it's hard to it's hard to kind of say anything that wouldn't be kind of redundant to, to what you just said, you know, just because there is nobody talking about kind of the, you know, how come people aren't saying, talking about the, the fact that we are dominant, that the Bay Area is dominating and has been dominating for the, for the better part of over half a decade. 
So and and most likely going to continue on that route. You know, the Giants are still relevant. The Warriors are the most relevant sports team. And the Niners, you know, could be, you know, on the rise within the next few years. We'll and dominated and the, easily dominated the and, first three years of this decade, went to three straight right. NFC championships. Right, right, totally. And so it's hard not to not to look at that. You know, anyone who's from the Bay Area or from the city, regard, you know, it doesn't matter where you're from, we can all agree that this is the greatest sports era that the Bay Area has ever, ever seen. There was some, you know, there was the the late 80s was probably the other point in time where I can think about it, where obviously the A's and Giants went to the World Series. At that time, the Niners were winning back-to-back Super Bowls uh, during that span. That was the, probably the next closest, next best era that I can think of, but it's runner-up to this one now just because of how much, how much longer we've dominated and how much we've actually won. You know, three championships on the baseball side, one championship on the basketball side, you know, on the verge of, you know, contending for a a second chip on the basketball side. And the Giants, obviously, are still competing despite the horrid start to their season this year. Um, So, I mean, it's it's a great time. So it'd be nice, you know, because who do we have on the radio? We have JT the Brick, who took over for Haberman and Middlecoff. Thank God somebody did. Um, uh, But but at the same time. He's he's an East Coast national radio guy. So and I appreciate his love for the Bay Area. I like the fact that he has a Joe Montana jersey. But again, it's it's not Bay Area. Um, Lorenzo Neal, uh, he did go to Fresno State, so he does have a little bit of credibility there. But uh, I mean, he did play for the Raiders, but uh, he's also biased towards the Raiders. So tends to tends to be a little bit lopsided when you're listening to him and again you want a little bit more even keel greg papa's the best out of everybody on that station simply because he talks like a pro understands all three sports as good as the pros the only thing is he's from buffalo so and and i'm not saying that that's that's a bad thing um he certainly acts talks and walks like a bay area person and certainly gives love to all the teams and has covered uh, a lot of the East Coast, has covered all three of the the East Bay teams at one point in time, and now does the Raiders. So he's been around for a long time. But again, he's from Buffalo, so that's where his roots are. You know, he loves hockey. He likes. He has a little tiny tiny bit of a soft spot for the Bills, but uh, definitely, you know, his favorite teams are all reside over here. But nobody's born and raised here. You know, it's not like you know when you hear the Boston guys talk, you hear their accents. You know, because they're from Boston. You, when you hear the New York guys talk, you hear their accents because they're from New York. You know, even the Philadelphia writers, same thing. So, like their grandfather's 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 been watching that. Yeah, team. and you just don't have that here. You know, I don't. I'm not sure if Ray Rado has any family. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just him. Um, it's just Ray Rado and his dog. Yeah. And- and, uh, you know, Dave Feldman, I don't know where his roots are. Um, I think he's great. He's another guy, but, you know, he just kind of does the NBC thing. I love Kelly Johnson. Kelly Johnson's awesome. Um, she's a Ryan Dean star. Mindy Bach um, does a good job, too. But, again, these are local people. These are on the NBC side. I don't know if these people are from the Bay Area. I haven't actually Googled that background. But uh, my, I'm inclined to think no, because the Bay Area is kind of – I know that there's a lot of transplants in the Bay Area and in San Francisco in particular. In San Francisco, but at the same time, 
there's still a lot of natives here. I'm still here. All my friends are natives, you know, and all of their friends' friends are natives. There's still a lot of roots in here. And there's a lot of Bay Area writers, but none of them seem to be able to propel themselves to a higher level. I don't know that's because their comfort their comfort level is they're, – they're very complacent in their position. Seems like Tim Kamakami is. Seems like Ray Ratto is. I know, they're, I know they're trying to do some different things on NBC Sportsnet with uh, having Ratto, uh, Greg Papa, and Kelly Johnson together. I think you just need to ditch uh, Ray Ratto altogether. Have you seen and that just, show? Is it any good? I have not, but I see the little promos for it, and Ray Ratto just looks like a perv on Kelly Johnson. So I think, um, I think you just keep – Greg Papa because he knows Bay Area sports better than anybody and you keep Kelly Johnson because she's a rising star and she's awesome so you can at least start there and try to bring somebody in you know I think Greg Papa is highly underrated perhaps he's a little complacent in that I know that he is he is like a surgeon at his job I think um, I think I think Greg Papa genuinely wants to just work here you know what I mean like I don't really get the impression he's interested in doing much bigger. I think Greg Papa, if he wanted to, probably easily could. He's got the, he's got the look. He's got the voice. He's got he's got the insight. He's got the hot takes. He's very funny. Like he, he has every he has all the ingredients that make for a great television personality on the national scale. But I, he does. I, but he seems very content doing CSN and Raider games and ninety five seven a game. Yeah, like I think that's his ceiling. The rest of those guys, like perhaps I think, it's because I mean I know he has a lot of clout on all three in terms of seniority, and that's that, and and that's also you know I know he gets paid very well, better than anybody else there. So that's obviously has something to do with it too. I know he's under contract, so. You know, obviously there's some inside baseball that we're unaware of, but I know I've listened to them enough to, you know, theorize that that's that's part of the equation too. He's very comfortable there. They've made him very comfortable. They've made an effort to like, hey, we want to keep you here and we want you to kind of be because Afternoon Delight is the best show out of all the shows um, throughout the whole day. Um, Bonte Hill's okay, but uh, and he's kind of a barrier guy too, but he's. Oh, we, we didn't even talk I, about the the what's his name from ninety five seven the game. I don't even listen to him. Oh, because it's irrelevant. Who cares about the rush hour uh, segment? No, no, not game. the rush hour. What's his name? The middle guy, the guy in the middle. Brick. The big, I mentioned JT, JT the brick. No, that big jack off that all he does is bitch and moan and complain all the time. Yeah, that's that's the that's the afternoon. That's the late evening rush hour. Uh, Bruce guy. Yeah, yeah, he's not even worth saying his name. I, I he's not. He wasn't even on today. Uh, the best part of his show is the, when he's not on. Um, <laughs> the the conflicting schedule the the conflicting schedules between the A's and the Warriors that interrupt his show. That's the best part of the show. Yeah, I never listen to his show. I think he's a complete waste of time. If you're a true San Francisco head, you don't listen to that show. That show's a piece of crap. He's just a jack off. He's bad. like a hater. I'm like, I, he's from Chicago. You know, they, <laughs> not they, even they, from again. From Chicago. Yeah. yeah, so it just drives me nuts. You know, it, the the Bostonification of the sports world, this rewriting of history because you've got all these national sports guys on TV that basically get to spout whatever they want. Man, I love Max Kelman. I'm not bashing Max Kelman. I love First Take. I, think, I love all its ridiculousness. You know, it's like it's like reality TV for sports. You know, I, I you know, I don't I, there's a lot of things he says, but then you know, because he has that power, he can just go, Well, Dan Marino's the greatest quarterback ever and, and no one's gonna argue him because no one's gonna argue him. Because there's no San Francisco guy going, That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Joe Montana's the greatest ever. He's definitely the greatest of that era. What are you saying? 
what on earth are you saying? You know, like this doesn't right. even make sense. I can statistically prove to you why you're wrong, you know. And yeah. so, and in fact, when they went head to head, he got smoked by Joe Montana. So in the Super Bowl and, and Dan Reno never went back and Joe did two more times and he got his four faster than Tom Brady did with flawless execution, a stat mm-hmm. that will never be broken. Right. Impossible. So, you know, the perfect stat. And just it just drives me nuts. So kind of bringing this back to the Warriors thing. I love it always ends up being about the Niners. But the Warriors thing, <laughs> going back to the Warriors thing, it, it's the same thing. It's like no one is sticking up for the Warriors. Just like there was no one on the national scene last year going, hey, what about fucking LeBron James throwing Draymond Green on the ground? What about that? And then stepping over him. What about that? How come we're not talking about that? Oh, Greg he Pop, came back Greg from. Pop always brings that up. You no, know, he came back from three one. Came back from three one. Yeah, he had to throw Draymond Green and get him out of the game because it was the only way he even had a chance. Because even Le- LeBron James knew that if they went to game five and Draymond was in that game, they were over. Even he knew that. So he threw him on the ground. How come no one talks about the fact that we didn't get him kicked out? How come no one talks about that? You know why no one talks about that? Because we don't have a single SF sports journalist that has the the chops. That has the ability, that has the charisma, the hot takes, the 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 wherewithal, the drive to be on the national scene. I'm just gonna call it like it is. You guys suck. You guys do kind of suck. They do. God, you know, you know, you want to, you want to hear, know where you hear four three eleven zero the gold cast. You want to hear? You want to know where you hear about six appearances in seven years on our way to a seventh? The gold cast. Do you want to know where you hear about the Giants dynasty, the Warriors brink, and the, the Niner dominance? The gold cast. You know where you don't hear it? Anywhere else. I don't understand. We're not even national guys. We've got, you know, several thousand people that listen to us. We're like by far. In fact, there's people, there's there's podcasts about uh, about the Niners that are way bigger than us. And I'm there to be talking about it. But I mean, they just do the Niners. We do, we do everything. But, you know, I, I don't know. I'm just like talking in circles at this point. Just drives me nuts. Uh, moving on. Game two. Oh, I fell asleep. I'm sorry. What about game two? Uh, every single warrior scored points. <laughs> <laughs> you know, okay, I will say this, man. It, it is a bummer. I am so bummed that Kawhi got hurt. I, I want to see a blood fest between the Spurs and the Warriors. I'm really sad he got hurt. I don't believe it was intentional, and yeah, that, that, you know. No, you don't. Even, you don't even normally have bigs guarding the perimeter the way Zaza was. Yeah. Do you it's think not it was even intentional? a common occurrence? Do you think it was intentional? No, not at all. I don't think so either. I don't think so either. Jalen Rose seems to think so. Oh, brother. I know. Gosh. I know I love Jalen. You know what? If I if I didn't have a chip, I'd be bitter about everything too. Ooh. Ow. Yikes. Ouch. Uh yeah, it was... Easy to sit there and bitch from from the bench. Well, you know the retired bench, that is. Let's talk about this, right? Everyone talks about how the NBA is boring right now and it you know, it's just two teams. Okay, let let's go back. Let's 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 rewind this clock back. Because you know what? This is how it's always been. In the seventies, you got when there's you know three teams. There's Bill Russell and and the Boston Celtics, right? They win eleven in a row. The eighties pretty much split up between two teams: Boston, Los Angeles, with a little bit of Detroit sprinkled in. 
The Bulls win six out of seven in the 90s. And then, and then in the next decade, you've got in the 2000s, you've got the Spurs, the Lakers, with a little bit of Boston sprinkled in, right? Okay, so so yeah. tell me, so this now you have had the Heat, the Spurs, and now the Warriors Cavs. I, I don't understand. I, I I don't understand what the what the problem is. I, I don't get it. If you go back through the last four decades of NBA basketball, it's pretty much always broken down to one or two teams, and you've had the LeBron's Miami Heat. LeBron's Cavs, you had Greg Popovich's Spurs in the first half, and now you have the Warriors. The only constant, actually, is LeBron James. Yeah, but even the teams have changed. He's not even on the same teams. So, I, I, again, I don't get it, but you want to know why? Again, it goes right back, <laughs> goes right back to what I was saying. I'm going to keep tying everything back into the subject. It's because we don't have anybody on the national scene protecting San Francisco sports and holding our corner of the sports world down. You got 50,000 dudes holding down Boston. 50,000 dudes holding down New York. You got 50,000 dudes holding Dallas. They only have uh, the Mavericks and the Cowboys. Neither are even relevant. You got journalists who hate the Cowboys holding it down for the Cowboys, like Stephen A. Smith. Uh, yeah, he can't stand that team. I know. Well, he can't stand the fans, is what he usually yeah. says. But, you know, props to the Warriors. I, I, I'm not going to bash the Warriors. I'm bummed, I'm bummed that it's... That it's this easy. I wanted to see the Spurs at full strength versus the Warriors at full strength. But you know, maybe maybe this is you know, look at it. I guess on the bright side, we 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 skate through this team, and then we're fresh and ready to go against the Cavs. You know, and maybe, his ankle was injured even before Game One. It's he been injured, injured it since in the Houston. Rockets. Yeah, and then the first time he he injured it really bad he stepped on his own his own fault he stepped on david lee's foot who was didn't do anything he was just sitting on the bench he stepped on david lee's foot and no one talked and about that exactly even jt the brick uh this morning tried to say that zaza stepped on his foot i was like look at the damn footage you east coast hack if you look at the footage zaza just closed in on him and then when leonard came down his left foot came on top of Zaza's. Now, the, the closeout is what has been contested for a long time. Of course, what was brought up many times that I heard today, which was equally, you know, you can you can call Pop, Pops a goddamn hi- hypocrite, um, is Bruce Bowen, who used to do all that crap back when he was playing, and Pop used to defend him all the time. But but I think the, the, the bitterness that you're seeing from Pop is mostly coming from the fact that he knows that he just lost his best player, and without his best player, he has no chance to beat Golden State at all. None, because and they were, you know, and and no, no question, they were smoking us. We were getting smoked on Sunday, but I still, I still, you, you, you don't say, you can't say without a for a fact that they weren't going to come back because they were already coming back before Kawhi got hurt. They were already coming back, and they're already starting to play hard. And we all know what we all know what the Warriors do in the third quarter. Their third quarter dominance is is insane i haven't looked at the stats for the entire year but i i, I really need to we need to look at those stats someone from the gold cast someone, one of our listeners would like to drop the stats what are the third quarter stats for the warriors okay drop it on if you're listening to the gold cast right now do us a favor drop the third quarter stats for the warriors on us somebody give us some numbers yeah because- yeah i know there's more stats geeks out there so definitely show us something that you know perhaps we're missing on our end i can't look up all the stats all the time um, so if you guys know about it, show it, man. We'll uh, we'll definitely give you some props for doing that. Absolutely. Uh, Let me ask you this: um, Do you do you think we sweep the Spurs now? 
it's a possibility. I mean, I hate this long wait crap. They should be playing Friday. You should at least get – I understand that there's traveling, so sure, give them two days for that. But three days for that? Give me a break. They're just like trying to nickel and dime the schedule as much as possible, and it's just kind of irritating. Yeah, but the only – I mean, I guess the only good thing is that it gives the Warriors time to rest. But, yeah, I think it's in play that they – Zaza is the only one that needs rest because he bruised his uh, heel. Yeah, he did. Oh man, man! It's just seeing all the hate on Twitter just really drove me nuts. So let me let's ask you, Goldcast Nation: Do you guys agree about SS Sports Journalists? Do you agree that part of the problem is that nobody's out there protecting us? Do you agree or disagree? Let us know. Tell us. I know you you guys love to comment on YouTube, so comment on YouTube. Drop some comments on us. Let us know. Do do you agree that SS Sports Journalists need to step up? And get themselves to the national level and start protecting what's ours. I do. That's my opinion. I know you feel the same way, right? Mm-hmm. So, anyways, uh, I think that's it for now. We'll come back. Uh, hope we'll be back after game three. And then uh, we'll, we'll see where we're at after that. We wanted to kind of get games one and two in so that we had a, a lot of... Me- I think game, game three is going to be a lot more competitive. You're not going to see a blowout, although if there was, I'd be very, very surprised because I just think San Antonio is a great team. They're coached well, and they typically bounce back. And today, the Warriors just kind of came out and punched them in the mouth. They said, ooh, you know, now that they're kind of, you know, they're like kicking a, kicking a almost kicking like kicking a dead horse. Yeah. And, uh, and they just San Antonio just could not recover at all. They they looked even more discombobulated than the Warriors yesterday in the first quarter and throughout the entire game. And you know Pop just gave up in the fourth quarter. Said screw this, bringing out the reserves. And even the reserves on the Warriors side were too much to handle for the reserves uh, in San Antonio, especially when the entire team scores. Yeah. Yeah, no, that was it was destruction. I was, you know, I, I was bummed out. I definitely expect a better game. We'll come back. So let us know in the comments if you agree or disagree. Really? I was happy. I, you know, I, you know, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I'm fine. I'm happy. I'm not like, you know what I mean. I trust me. I don't care. I, know, I, I Leonard's want injuries not our problem. No, know? it isn't. And I, I want Cleveland fans sure, sure as hell weren't sympathetic to Draymond's suspension. I'm not going to be sympathetic to, to Leonard's injury. I mean, sure, it'd be a more interesting series if he was there, but. I don't care. I'm not. I'm not interested. I'm trying to get to the championship, you know, as yeah, a fan. I I understand, and I I understand. I totally agree. I I, I want to just get this series over with, and let's just let's just get to let's get to the business. We all we all we all know we all know what's what's going down in June. We all know who's 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 going to be there waiting for us, and uh, you know I'm just ready to get busy. So yeah, if you agree or disagree, let us know in the comments. Uh, tell us what you think about San Francisco sports shows. As you can tell, I'm a really I'm really heated about this uh, subject and this is not the first time i've talked about it and it won't be the last you might be hearing a lot more about this as time goes on if i got to keep hearing about the bastonification of espn and the sports world and the rewriting of 80s super bowl football history and uh and then no one protecting the warriors you're going to keep hearing this a lot and then the complete ignorance of the dynasty that we just capped off with with the giants in the first half of this decade you're going to hear a lot more from it. Anyway, sound off. Goldcast Nation, you're the best. We love you guys. We know you guys are down for the cause. Uh, so concludes another edition of the Goldcast. Raymond, where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter at Ray Solis. I'm also on Instagram at Ray Solis one Boom. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Rudy Solis 3 rd A bunch of you would add me. I really appreciate that. Add me. Add me. Tell, give me a shout out. I'll add you. 
throw throw it back. I follow everyone back. I got a lot of got a lot of line, Niner people follow me lately on my social media pages. I like it. It's good to see you guys and sound off in the yeah, comments. Yeah, yeah. So if you're from the cast, you know, let me know in the comments section. I I typically I do more uh, tweeting uh, about this about our teams via the Goldcast uh, accounts, but I do once in a while chip in with my other account. So if you're from that side. If you're from, if you're a listener and you're adding one of my personal accounts, you know, make sure to identify who you are, so I know what who, where you're from. And you're not just because I get a lot of eggs, egg follows. You know, <laughs> I don't follow the eggs, and uh, make sure to let me know who you are. That way, I can give you the right follow. Boom. So concludes another edition. So concludes another edition of the Gold Cast. We are the Voice of the Bay. I'm your host Rudy Salisa Third, and with me is my brother, my co-host. Raymond Salisa first, baby. We'll see you next time. Same gold cast time, same gold cast channel. This is, is the gold cast.